Figure Steve here. You know what? I think it's time for another video about Trimblone, the Trimblone sandwich. Everybody loves a good video about Trimblone, right? Trimblone always gets the views here on YouTube. As a quick reminder, Trimblone is also known as Trianolone or brand name Parabolin. Long's been since discontinued, but people still love to talk about Parabolin here and there. The nectar of the gods, divorce in a bottle, the only anabolic androgenic steroid that everybody, literally everybody, has a love-hate relationship with. And it's so powerful, it gives you next-level aggression. Beyond roid rage, there's another level called trend rage, only possible if you use the Trembolone sandwich. Trend rage is basically roid rage on steroids. And now, we have some scientific evidence to back that up. There's a study published a little over five months ago, uh, which we're going to highlight in this video. But before we do, Please like the video, leave a comment for the algorithm, and consider subscribing if you haven't already. And if you want to support the channel with deep dives or the vigorous Q&A, you can do so by either joining their YouTube or Patreon memberships. Okay, this is a study performed in Australia, published on March 29th of 2023, so it's a little bit over five months ago. It's so new, you can't even find it on Science Hub yet, but I'm still able to find the full publication. You can find the links and the citations down below. Performed by Piatkowski at all titles. My mind pretty much went to mush. <laughs> yes, that's the title. My mind pretty much went to mush, a qualitative exploration of Trimbolone in the performance and image-enhancing drug community. As you can say from the title, this study is full with quotes. And since I'm an 80s kid, and I'm sure many of you guys are 80s kids as well, I love me a good quote, particularly movie quotes or science fiction quotes, or in this case, scientific evidence quotes from the participants of this study. They're hilarious. We're going to highlight most of them for your amusement and my amusement. I'll try to do it with a straight face, but I'm sure I'm going to fail. I mean, at the start of this study, they already mention myth has developed among the users with Trimbolone, reportedly having more dramatic effect on individuals with reports of aggression, violent behavior, and extreme mood disturbances. And this is reflected in the extended literature. This paper aims to report on the narrative surrounding the use of Trimbolone among anabolic androgenic steroid users. 16 users, both male and female from Australia, were interviewed regarding their uses practices. A narrative emerged regarding the physical and psychological harms which has accompanied their anabolic androgenic steroid use, of which Trimbolone played a central role. So all of their issues in life, all because of Trimble. Let's have a look at the introduction. There's a lot more funny stuff to read here. We're going to go through most of the studies. I'll read it out to you. You can play this video in the background while you're doing dishes or cardio. And uh, just let me narrate you this particular study in detail. In the introduction, they mentioned Trimbolone possesses the strong anabolic properties and nutrient partitioning effects. Yes, we all know this. Boosts the mineral absorption and improves lean muscle mass. Yes, we also know this. This is why we use it. And therefore, it's often used to enhance the strength, gains, and protein synthesis, which comes from strength training. It has also been found to have a secondary effect on stimulating appetite. Yes, we are well aware Tremblone does make you very hungry, but not as hungry as Boldenone. Boldenone literally makes you as hungry as a horse. And the problem with Tremblone is every time you eat, you start sweating profusely in your bowl of food, right? You have two bites and then the sweat is dripping off into your Tupperware container. Horror, reducing fat deposition and decreasing the rate of catabolism. Trimblone likely represents an attractive option for anabolic androgenic steroid users given 
it has been found to significantly be more potent than testosterone. Right. We do also notice, albeit that the anabolic to androgenic ratio or rating of trimbolone has been um, determined on nandrolone acetates, and nobody's able to uh, reproduce that study of the Hirschberger bioassays assays comparing trimbolone acetates to nandrolone acetates. And so it's probably pulled out of somebody's uh, treatment with the 19-nor anabolic androgenic steroid derivatives nandrolone can cause significant alterations in the density of serotonergic receptors in animals. So now we're already getting into something. Leading to the established anabolic androgenic steroid serotonin link, which is believed to underpin why steroid users or why steroids are associated with changes in emotional states and behavior. And I was able to find this study. It might be good for a subject for another video where we analyze how nandrolone starts affecting the serotonin receptors and why nandrolone decanoate has been linked to aggression. So that video is currently pending. I've had a lot of questions on the vigorous Q&A about this particular link. So I found some scientific evidence to back it up, and now I can do some more research. Trembolone specifically has been linked with not only cardiovascular issues, and it's very potent, but also with extreme instances of violence. Research has suggested that these instances of psychological and emotional instability are attributable. <laughs> Some of this study language is just so far out there, right? Instability are attributable to modulated serotonin receptor activity and associated with decreased serotonin neurotransmission. I probably have to run this through ChatGBT to kind of translate that and make it a little bit easier to read out loud, right? Maybe for the next scientific paper that we're going to review on video format. Indeed, nandrolone and trimbolone, the two 19 nors, forgetting about trestolone, also a very potent 19 nor, or what was it, check drops, right? There's plenty of other ones that bodybuilders use, but trimbolone and nandrolone are certainly the most commonly used. Um, let's see, the 19 nors have been identified as the most neurotoxic anabolic androgenic steroids, and therefore, warrant further exploration in the risk profile of, of psychological harm to users. Now, I think that all steroids are neurotoxic, but it's just that not all have been investigated in that context. Right? Testosterone has less neurotoxicity compared to nandrolone and trimbolone because it converts into estradiol and thus potentiates some neuroprotection, but it's actually the estradiol and the conversion of testosterone into estradiol where less of the neurotoxicity lies. For anabolic energetic steroid users, steroid forums are a popular form of social media through which peers are able to share and disseminate information. Again, in Australia, where this study is coming from Australia using Australian participants, um, it's a little bit of taboo to talk about steroids online because that makes you a target for the police, or at least so I've been told. So a lot of them go on the message boards, which are all open. Some of them are private, but most of them are open, so everybody in the world can read what they're talking about on these Australian message boards. Um, so I, I see that a lot of Australians kind of gravitate there and then start running into sourcing issues, which we'll address a little bit later. This dissemination includes sharing their personal experience with compounds and dosages, as well as citing a variety of evidence. And this is actually one of the reasons why I left the steroid forums a long time ago, because you make a post with anecdotal experience and then backing it up with particular scientific evidence which you feel is applicable to this unique situation. Everybody praises you until that ad comes a little bit further down in the comment section or the part of the forum using uh, other scientific evidence to refute your claims, all behind the comfort 
of anonymity. So they can't see how jacked you are, or uh, they can show how jacked they are or lack of jackedness, which is usually the case. And the problem with these steroid forums is that obviously everybody's on steroids and everybody loves to argue, loves to argue, right? So you go back and forth, back and forth. You can't really see each other in the face because usually, you know, when you go into a physical altercation or altercation in real life, there is a possibility that a throwdown is going to happen. But on steroid forums, everybody can do this behind the comfort of their computer or laptop or mobile phone nowadays. Um, so the only real way you can see each other's frustration is through the increased use of capitalization, right? So when you see everything in all caps, mission accomplished, the other person is clearly pissed off. All right, moving on. Uh, let's see, where were we? Giving the powerful effects uh, Tremblone offers in terms of strength and lean mass, it is unsurprising many users would share their results. This is a huge problem in the fitness industry nowadays. There's even a Tremblone challenge out there where guys who have no business using Tremblone are going on Tremblone for 30 days to see how much of a result they get, sharing that online. And since they're doing everything wrong but still getting results, now everybody's inspired to start using the Tremblone sandwich. I mean, I fell for the same trip on the GH15 forum I've documented here on this YouTube channel. Watch this video, or is it on this side, about my 1,000 milligram Tremblone acetate experience. Uh, don't do it. Don't be as stupid as I was back in the day. All right, moving over. Uh, 16 semi-structured interviews were conducted online via Zoom, so that's face-to-face. -face. Many of you who do consultations or call your mom um, or friends in other countries use Zoom. With participants in Australia, a propulsive sample of participants was recruited via researcher contacts and through snowball sampling. Hey, bro, do you know somebody on Trimbalone? Preferably Trimbalone acetate, anethate, or hexahydrobenzocarbonate, that they're parabolin? No? Hey, bro, do you know a guy on uh, Trimbalone? Okay, ask him to join this research, right? We'll contact them through Zoom. That's probably how they recruit it because I believe some of this uh, was done during the period of COVID or afterwards where lockdowns were still taking place, right? So you have to use Zoom to get the data that way. And the data from participants was included if they had ever used performance and imaging enhancing drugs such as anabolic energetic steroids were over the age of 18 years old. And if and only if they discussed Tremblone in the interview. So they took 16 people and they selected a small group of people who discussed Tremblone. Now, it's a little bit of a red flag here because the Australian steroid market is horrible. They didn't test if they, uh, the Tremblone products that they were using actually contained Tremblone acetate, anethate, or hexahydrobenzocarbonate, the parabol. And so, um, again, they're going with anecdotal reports through interviews and we're not 100% sure if the participants used Tremblone or not. It's basically like the Harlem study, right? Where they tested all of these steroids and then they found that only 50% or what was it, 40% of the steroids actually had the active pharmaceutical ingredient at the proper dosages uh, as mentioned on the label. And they still let them go through PCT without testing the PCT drugs. So, well, <laughs> subject for another video. So we don't know if the products that these Australians were using were uh, of high quality, high purity, the proper concentration, as mentioned on the label, uh, sterile, right? Containing the active pharmaceutical ingredient and, um, you know, everything else was of the highest uh, possible quality that they could source on the underground labs. Because again, uh, Tremblone is not available as a pharmaceutical anymore. All right, enough of that. Let's move over to the results. Of the 16 participants interviewed, the mean age was around 31 years old. 
with an even distribution of men and women, nine men and seven women. Eight participants had used Tremblone at least once, so that's eight persons right down the middle of the 16 participants interviewed, though all participants had encountered Tremblone, mostly through the experience of peers using it. I mean, if you're in the fitness industry, I'm sure you know somebody who has had some experience with the Tremblone sandwich. All right, this is where we get into the quotes. This is where it gets fun. Get your tissues ready. You're in for a wild ride. Some of these are hilarious. First quote I want to mention. I used Trend, Tremblone, Anadrol, Oxymetalone, and Testosterone. I gained 10 kilograms of mass in 12 weeks. Sweet. All I did was eat, sleep, train. That was it. <laughs> eat, sleep, train. And that was it. So daily micro-administrations of that their Tremblone acetate. Otherwise, you can't uh, gain those 10 kilograms of mass in 12 weeks. Oh, yeah. Like the guys using that, like adding Tremblone in, are just on another level. Like immediately, like straight away. When I'm on the train, I definitely notice the extra energy and the, like, the boost to all my workouts. These are direct quotes, guys. Direct quotes. The last good prep I had, I ran train. So let's run trend for six weeks not four weeks and just blast it mate i added in the mate we're in australia after all yeah plenty of guys were on trend in the lead up to their competition but i just can't justify it it's it would be too much strain on other parts of my life i'd probably have a prep okay at least participant 16 has a little bit of a brain he understands that there's a difference between the real world and using a little bit of trend on, on their competition prep where everything around competition prep basically falls apart. Divorce in a bottle, right? Keep this in mind, trend range, etc. On trend, I've seen people burn themselves out from stupid use. Now, I've been in this boat myself, and many of you guys also have burned themselves out taking trend too long at too higher dosages. Let me know in the comment section if you're willing to admit to it. You see it all the time when guys start upping the trend, and then suddenly they are 12 weeks in with no no plan of stopping f in the chat for the guys who run trembolone year round i don't care if it's lower dosages or higher dosages anything over six weeks or eight weeks is kind of crazy and honestly i feel like the problem with some performance and image enhancing drugs for example trin yes you get the performance enhancing effects from it but your sleep ghost transomnia comes back with a vengeance so now you're losing the competition probably because other things are going to so many likes and so many in these uh, quotes on trend. Oh, and when I'm like a few weeks deep in, that's when I feel like all over the shop and the cardio goes to and like, yeah, all over. I'm just all over the place. He's clearly all over the place because he can't structure a normal sentence together. It probably has a diet brain, prep brain going on right there. And then I guess probably the only times that I've seen those really high stresses like in all other parts of life, like body and mind. Man, why does everybody use this uh, like as a keyword left and right? For people as a result of using those sorts of compounds, performance and image enhancing drugs, is probably in those that abuse it and maybe utilize compounds they shouldn't be using like trend. Well, I mean, in competition prep, there's nothing like trend. Six weeks to eight weeks, I will say that. Um, if you want to take your physique from a third place to the first place, with a Tremblone in the picture, it's certainly possible. But then again, everybody's using Tremblone in competition. So um, not using it, unless you have an insane amount of muscle maturity, and you've been doing this for decades, um, then it's probably going to be required 
to win the show or even place in the top three for that matter. On competition prep. And then I took it up a notch and added the trend at six weeks out. So at least this competitor knows what he's doing. So the interviewer asks, was that on top of the other compounds? Well, you know, I was getting to the end of competition prep and I did ask what he thought about it. So his uh, steroid buddy, right, his drug guru. I knew it was something I'd only do short term. And then uh, when it was over, I dropped it. At least participant four, again, has a brain knowing how long to take it and when to take it out. So here we get to some more quotes and where the title of this um, study is stemming from. Let's see, uh, my mind pretty much went to mush. Participant 15 said, you're definitely 5%, that's a random number, but you're definitely a little bit more prone to having a bit of snap at something. As a little taking that out of context, probably um, when you're 5% body fat, you've been dieting a very long time. And when you're on a trimaloni sandwich, low caloric intake, high trimaloni intake, you're bound to snap at one point or another. Usually traffic is where the snappage starts to occur. When some of the guys are a few weeks out from competition, it's totally different. So full of drugs, like so full of trimaloni. There's no talking to them. <laughs> yeah, every competitor wants to stick to themselves the closer they get to the show, especially when the trimaloni sandwich comes in and then you load them up on Superdraw and Halotestin and they're completely asocial. Like you mentioned, the extra strength, but also the extra aggression. Sometimes I find it a little bit scary, to be honest with you. Sometimes it's really intimidating when you go to the competitions. And you see all these guys get really f***ing aggressive. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Caucasian problems, by the way. Not only Caucasians, but um, it's usually Caucasians on Tremblon, having coached many of people around the world. Um, being a Caucasian myself and not having uh, touched the Tremblon sandwich for over eight years at my wife's um you know request right and i'm uh, abiding by that um i was unbearable on train and most of the competitors that i was coaching was still coaching competitive athletes caucasians on train nightmare not everybody but comparatively if you take a sample size of 100 caucasians 100 uh, africans or african descent and 100 asians it's the caucasians that more are more aggressive on train yeah there's no chill when it comes to the Trimbaloni sandwich, if you're white, unfortunately. Again, anecdotal evidence based on, you know, over a decade of coaching athletes. Uh, take it with a grain of salt. It's just something that I've noticed over the years. But being on Trimbaloni, man, like if somebody cut me off in traffic and it can be like, oh, whatever, but whatever, I didn't die. This is great. On train, I'll be like yelling out my window, blasting that, telling him to pull over. Like, let's fight. This is both. This guy, <laughs> participant one. No train for you. Yeah. No, this is how I was. Yeah. Get a wife and ask her to ask you to stop, please. It's not worth it. Or take an SSRI, right? To take the edge off or Kratom or wheat or whatever you need to take the edge off. Tremblone is clearly not for you. Or you should go with your bicycle so you don't have to go through traffic while using train. Participant two on using train. I would lose it. I'd go buck wild, man. Shouting, throw, throwing things. One time I'd even punch a wall mentally like it isn't a good drug. Again, Tremblone is clearly not for you just like it isn't for everybody. You need real good self-control. I know that Tremblone fries your frontal cortex. Not only does it remove your moral compass, you just stop thinking. Maybe this is a really bad idea if I cheat on my partner because I'm just so full of testosterone and Tremblone. I want to f anything with a heartbeat. <laughs> This is what I've mentioned to you guys many, many times. Trimbalone reduces you to the four primary emotions. All you want to do is eat, 
All you want to do is sleep. If you can even sleep on Tremblone, depending on the dose and the time of administration, you want to train, I mean, train all the freaking time because you're so full of energy and this is why you can't sleep. And otherwise, you just want to eat, sleep, train, and the four primary emotions you can expect running the Tremblone sandwich. Guys that can't handle their would should definitely not be using train. It just makes it so much worse. And the overall quality of your life goes down until you start looking in the mirror. Then you look fantastic until you go to the gym. You start training like a completely wild animal, but everything besides that, uh, misery, basically. I know for myself that I will never touch Trimbalone again. Thank God. The psychological effects of that, I was not ready for and was not capable of handling. My mind's pretty much went to mush. So participant one, you got so far that this entire study is named after your quote. I would love to meet you and discuss stories of why Tremblone should be discontinued permanently. Like, I was just an angry You couldn't have told me anything different. Even if you were right, I was still right. It was just So I think this drug plays a massive role in the psychological aspects. And he finally figured it out over the multitude of questions of this study. And then a couple more I want to highlight. I've become much more, I guess, health conscious, probably played a larger role in me. Like I've kind of sworn off Trimble. Good on you, participant seven. You have to be plenty self-aware to know what's going on when you start taking some compounds, especially heavy compounds like Trin. Some people shouldn't be using gear full stop, let alone Trin. Like they aren't in the right headspace, like mentally. <laughs> Let's put on the like, guys. Please, if you're Australian, let me know down below why there's so many likes. Are you fishing for likes on Instagram or Facebook? Like, 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 like. Mine, 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 mine. All right. On trend, you're constantly having to run things through a filter. And that's not the filter that they use to, um, you know, filter the Finiplex. Uh, that's the, the mental filter, right? You have to count to 10 and maybe to 100 so the Hulk doesn't come out. You're so much less patient on gear, let alone trend, right? Like you get annoyed faster. So if I feel like when you add trend to the mix, it's like, like you have to be really paying attention. If I went and saw my parents, my mom would be like, even the moms go like, like, oh no, you're taking gears. I'd be like, why? She'd be like, oh, you're just really short. <laughs> what the hell? You know what I mean? You're just short. And I wouldn't notice, you know, that I mean, until you're, I'm around somebody like that who knows me really well. A short, I don't think height, but just short tempered. I'm, I'm assuming based on the lingo that they're using. So many likes, man. Oh, here we go again. And it felt like on the trend, you know, everything was going up, lifting weights. And I was shredded like lean, you know, but there are so many other things. Um, and the interviewer asks, uh, like, what's so not good things you're talking about? I ruined, well, I shouldn't say ruined, but I damaged parts of my life. I wasn't myself. I was trend me. <laughs> Trend me. All right, so basically, participant two just admitted to everybody that there's two versions of everybody out there. The version of you when you're off the train or not using Tremblone, you shouldn't be using Trend, where you're basically yourself. And then Trend me, you on the Tremblone sandwich, where everything is literally not to be mistaken with bun me, that's a baguette from Vietnam. And the last quote from participant 16. They keep using, keep using, keep using, but as a consequence of that, they might destroy their relationship or make silly decisions that maybe somebody who wasn't using Tremblone, maybe, double maybes, 
uh, would have thought twice about and gone, morally, this is not the best decision. Right. So that's basically coming full circle, right? In the beginning, you want to use trend for its overall body composition effects, anti-catabolic effects, very pronounced effects regarding your overall uh, body composition and, and nutrient partitioning. And um, of course, uh, you know, aiding in fat loss, leading into the competition. And then after a couple cycles, everybody comes to the sa same conclusion. Morally, this is not the best decision of the things that you're doing on Trembolone, but you will only realize that when you come off. Maybe a couple of weeks, a couple of months later, when you're suddenly clear-minded and this perpetual rain cloud of Trembolone is no longer lingering over your head. I would highly advise you to read this study if you're interested in Trembolone, um, because again, the quotes are hilarious and some good food for thought. All right, and before we move over to a couple other studies, a couple interesting points made in the discussion of this study. Importantly, Trembolone was discussed as having the most deleterious consequences for users which fits with extended work. The data suggests that a number of psych psychosocial harms arising for Tremblone users, including the increased social vigilance required, which may lead to social difficulties, big words for trend rage. Specifically, participants reported the decline in patients and attributed Tremblone to being responsible. If they did not filter their aggression in their overall emotional state, Trimbalone users express the potential for breakdown in their relationships, being directly related to uncharacteristic behavior, quote-unquote, trend me. For those who had personally used Trimbalone reported an extreme shift in risk profile for psychological harms, with users reporting increased aggression and violent behavior, as well as other emotional impulsivity regulation issues. Fitting with recent work with Trimbalone users, another study by Underwood et al., which we're going to highlight, a little bit later, Tremolone users expressed increases in impulsivity and snapping. These types of psychological changes have been reported elsewhere and described as antisocial lifestyle, disinhibition, and frustration, another study which we're going to highlight. Therefore, users should be aware of the increased potential for these harms occurring, perhaps through peer education networks. I mean... Didn't I make a whole video series about the trend rage and all of the issues that come along with Trimbalone not too long ago? You could do yourself a favor and give this channel a search. All you need to do is type in trend. You'll get a ton of videos right back at you, given that is the preferred mode of communication among this group, right? Whether those are membership websites where you pay for the content or uh, through the forums, whether those are private or public or here on YouTube, or maybe even steroid education on Instagram and TikTok, even though I feel that those forms of steroid education are a little bit inferior compared to YouTube or membership websites, right? So uh, be careful where you get your information from. Both users, those who had used Trimbalone and those who had not, were aware of the potential dangers this steroid posed, particularly to psychological health. Users expressed extreme instances of aggression and violent behaviors, which fit broadly with the case study evidence. For those reasons, some users had sworn off Tremblone, myself included, instead opting for testosterone or DHT derivatives believed to be less harsh on their psychological and physical health. Now, what I wonder, how many of these participants and the subject samples of the other studies that this study references swore off Tremblone because of videos that I made or Derek made or other educators in the space made um, I think transparency regarding the issues revolving around Tremblone has been 
um, not deleterious, but beneficial for the community as a whole. A lot of people wanted to never use Trin because some of the videos I made or some of the videos Derek made or other educators made realizing that this compound is absolutely terrible on your emotional state and should only be used by veteran competitors who have something to win, not for beginners, not for intermediate amateurs. If you're not competing, Trimbalone has no place in your performance enhancing drug profile. Three more studies I want to highlight. Don't worry, we're going to go over it quickly. Just the cliff notes performed by Underwood titled Taking the God of All Steroids and Making a Pact with the Devil, Online Bodybuilding Communities in the Negotiation of Trimbalone Risk. Uh, during Underwood's online ethnographic research in the bodybuilding communities, they found discussion of one particular steroid said to cause significant phys physical, psychological, social, and sexual harm that their trembolone. It has been used by bodybuilders since the 1980s, and recent research has found it to be one of the most popular steroids used by bodybuilders. If trembolone is described by bodybuilders as causing significant harm, why do so many bodybuilders use it? Well, because it works just like none other. Now, unfortunately, unlike the first study, my mind pretty much went to mush. This study, I couldn't find the full publication. I could only find the abstract. If you can find the full one, please link it down below. I would love to highlight it for the sake of the community, everybody that's watching this video. Um, so I can only go with the abstract. Basically, this study goes over the effects of Trimbalone, how these effects are given meaning as either harms or benefits. The risks of Trimbalone are reduced through harm reduction strategies the role of the online communities in negotiating the risk of Trembolone. And here they mentioned in the abstract, Trembolone was found to occupy a mythical status in the bodybuilding community, in part because of conflicted relationship bodybuilders have with the drug, the love-hate relationship, which I mentioned in the beginning. And this is a nice one. This conflicted relationship illustrates the inherent ambivalence of drugs, which are always both remedy and poison, albeit that the dose is usually the poison, not if you use it or not, right? A low dose of Trembolone goes a very long way, albeit that I will say that I have no interest in even trying a low dose of Trembolone in the future, albeit that I'm on Incrolex right now. And, um, you know, the increase of IGF-1 receptor sensitivity that Trembolone potentiates, it does make it sound very appealing. This is where the problem and the conflict is coming from, right? Never say never. I stopped using Trimbalone eight years ago. You find the collection, you're thinking about Trimbalone sandwich yet again. Facepalm with me, please. Okay, next study from Aknush et al. Performed in or published in July 2021, titled Anabolic Steroids and Extreme Violence. A case of murder after chronic intake and under acute influence of methendianone, dianabol, and Trimbalone. So this is a case report of a 20... Uh, of a 32-year-old male who went to the police and claimed he just killed his girlfriend. They found no alcohol or pharmaceutical drugs in his bloodstream, but he tested positive for Dianabol and Trimbalone. The perpetrator admitted a regular consumption of anabolic steroids to enhance his muscular mass. He was also a professional security agent. As aggressiveness and violence can be associated with the abuse of anabolic energetic steroids, the etiology of this domestic crime was listed to be due Impulsive behavior in a context of antisocial lifestyle. Long story short, man kills girlfriend on Trimblon and in brackets, Dianabol as well. Unfortunate. And the last one performed by Lute et al. published on January 23 of 2012 titled Anabolic Energenic Steroids in Police Cases in Sweden from 1999. 
Party Like It's 1999 by Prince, or the artist formerly known as Prince, to 2009. Long story short, they investigated and evaluated the drug analytical findings in forensic cases from suspected perpetrators in cases from the police where a screening of steroids was requested to get information about the prevalence of steroid use in the occurrence of polydrug abuse. The study was based on samples submitted from the police authorities to the Department of Forensic Toxicology in Sweden during a period of 99 to 2009. A total number of 1,241 urine samples, 6,362 police cases, and 5,000, uh, almost 800 inmates were analyzed, and 33.5% of the cases from the police and 11.5% of the inmates tested for steroids. So one-third of the people caught by the police were on steroids. Um, imagine the amount of people on steroids not caught by the police. Maybe that brings the total uh, a lot higher, right? Steroids make you go harder, stronger, and faster, baby. And 11% of the inmates were on steroids. Were there still steroids lingering from the injections they had before they went into jail? Or were they acquiring steroids in jail, which is not unheard of? Uh, the users of steroids were mainly... 99.2% men? What about this other 0.8% women? With a mean age of 26 years old? Oh, delinquents. The most frequent used steroid was nandrolone in 62.5% of the cases, followed by testosterone in 36% of the cases. Maybe Swedish delinquents and criminals are the OG nandrolone-only users. I'm going to send this uh, study to Ty and Clark and see what he has to say. Maybe you can make a video about it. You should be on YouTube. Dying. Well, Trimbalone was used in around 10% of the cases. So with this scientific evidence, we can dubiously extrapolate that with Nandrolone, you're six times more likely to perform violent crimes or be uh, arrested by the police compared to Trimbalone. Is this statistic a little bit warped? Can you run faster on Trimbalone? Um, not getting caught by the police? Uh, perhaps. Right? You probably gassed out earlier, but still, it's a very interesting metric to keep track of. And I'll link down below a lot of more, a lot more scientific evidence which shows that there's a direct correlation between violence, criminality, and the use of steroids. Um, yeah, quite a few studies that show this might be propaganda. Right? Take it all with a grain of salt. Interesting reads if you care about these kinds of topics. So, long story short, we have scientific evidence in uh, four cases that Trimbalone causes all kinds of issues. So why use it, right? Why? Use it. Of course, all of the people who are still going to use Tremblone, they probably got into the first one minute of this video and then clicked it off because they don't want to listen to this kind of information. But for the guys who sticked around, let us know your anecdotal experience down below. Why did you stop Tremblone? Why have you sworn it off? Um, how was your personal life while using Tremblone? And was the trendy version of you uh, worse than the normal version of you? Or did you feel like a better person using Tremblone, right? Some people. Um, have some good anecdotal experience running Trimblone that it actually balances them out. For now, we're out of time. Thank you guys so much for watching. You can find everything that I'm associated with down below in the YouTube description section. You can find all of the citations down below as well. And unlike all of those evidence-based coaches who hide behind scientific evidence but never post citations, I don't hide behind the scientific evidence because I have experience. And I put the citations down there so you can make your own assessment based on the limited scientific evidence that we have available currently. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Vigor Steve, a vigorous crew. You guys know what to do.
an incorrect front double bicep for you guys. No tremolone in the picture. Uh, and even though I'm thinking about it, my wife is probably slapping me across the face as soon as I mention it. So no can do. Thank you guys so much for watching. And I'll see you in the next video.